NBC. Yo, 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 this is Bernard, aka the Scarlet Spider. Hey, this is Zamir, <laughs> the King in Black. Fool up here and welcome to, to another whirlwind episode of the Angry Birds podcast. Woo! Yeah, where the nerds are black and the nerds are angry because apparently we're switching roles all of a sudden. Yeah, he's doing it's the whole intro thing. I'm eating on the podcast. Samir, you so, want some candy corn? Uh, it's more flavor. So, listen. Bernard has come to me with some very disturbing information. He is the embodiment of human uh, shame and evil because he enjoys candy corn. That's just that sweet. It's delicious. It's but not. this is Samir. This is s'more flavor candy corn. Then just eat s'mores. What s'more candy corn? No, you 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 sociopath. I'm gonna have a fire pit. Oh my god, this guy. I'm just saying. But um unfortunately we do have to say rest in peace to Angela Lansbury and Robbie Coltrane. Yeah, it's been a week. Oh, yeah. also, uh hang on. Let me also, pull up the I'm gonna get my facture before I, I put it out because I'm pretty sure. Where is it? You can stop yourself. Um I could have said, you know, everything about Angela Lansbury, but you just stopped me. Well, we have one more memorandum to... uh... No, but I could have got those two out the way. Then you could have tacked on. Fine. Do that. All right. So, yes. For those of you who have been living under a rock, um, Angela Lansbury was the voice of Mrs. Potts in Beauty and the Beast. She was also um, the lead actress on Murder, She Wrote, in which she played the character, what was the character's name again? Jessica Fletcher. I mean, she has a short role. She has a long career. Yeah, and that show went from 1984 to 1996, so it had 12 seasons in some movies. I was like, wow. Did you see it in Room 6? What? Was she in Bed Dance and Broomsticks also? Am I tripping? Uh, I am double checking right now. I believe she was. Um, yes, she was. She was in Bed Nights and Broomsticks. Uh, <clears throat> almost choked on candy corn. Uh, that the, movie? 1971. Huh. And let me get in a second. Um, she was in The Last Unicorn. Nanny McPhee. This is what... Oh, okay. Now <laughs> I'm getting my old white legs mixed up. That's why she was in Bed Knobs and Broom Six. I confirmed it. No, she was. But I'm like, was she Mary Poppins? Like, no, that was Julie Andrews. I'm like, how wow. she? How she? Right. I'm like, the age don't match up. I'm like, oh no. Okay, no, Julie Andrews is significantly younger. That's why. Yeah, she was also in uh, the third, second remake of The Grinch. The um, one by Illumination Studios, where Benedict Cumberbatch oh, yes. was the Grinch. Uh, she was in the Australian stage production of Driving Miss Daisy with James Earl Jones. She was in Mr. Popper's Penguins, Nanny McPhee. Um, oh. Yeah, a full career as far as movie and TV goes. And that was just movies. She was also in the miniseries of Little Women in 2017. She did a couple of episodes of Law and Order, both SVU and Trial by Jury, Touched by an Angel. 
and so on and so forth. But, um, yeah, and also, like I said, Robbie Coltrane, who was in the Flash Gordon film, but everyone knows him as Hagrid from the Harry Potter films. Was he the bird guy? Uh, he was the man at the airfield. That's what he was credited as, according to Wikipedia. Oh, okay. Um, he was actually on a show that my aunt was recently watching on Peacock called Mr. Mercedes. Um, oh, I'm sorry, that was Robert Gleason. That was Mad Eye Moody. Um, not who mixing it old white people up. Shut up. Um, he was in the 1999 TV film for Alice in Wonderland, which I believe was oh, it actually aired in, in on NBC in 1999. He oh, that movie? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Friday Night Live. Uh, he did. Uh, he was a voice in Brave. He was Lord Dingwall. He was in The Brothers oh, cool. Bloom. I saw that movie. What, The Brothers Bloom? Yeah, me too. I was like, that sounds familiar. Yeah, it's that movie with Adrian Brody, Rochelle Wise. Um, he was in The Tale of Despero, uh, Stormbreaker. He was in Bell- Van Helsing. He was Mr. Hyde, apparently, well, the voice. Ocean's 12. He was in From Hell with Johnny Depp. Uh, he, yeah. was also, he was also in The World Is Not Enough. In GoldenEye. Uh, no, because he, he was... No, was he... Was he- he, oh, was he, he M? Was, no, M was um John Cleese. He was Valentin. Oh, he was Demetrius Dabolski. Oh, okay, I'm tripping. He was I, also in um, He was also in the Adventures of Hulk Finn with Elijah Wood. Yeah, he played. Yeah. Duke. God, that, yes. that uh, ooh, that takes me back. Yeah. So um. Angela Lansbury, she passed away at the age, I believe, of 96. 96. And, and uh, Bob, Robbie Coltrane. Coltrane was 72. You just going to always cut me off? We're having a conversation. 72. That's what yeah, I'm adding <laughs> to it, sir. I'm sorry. Are you, we don't have to literally get, getting ready to say the age, but. How does that make you feel, Bernard? It makes me feel unappreciated because you won't let me just get my stuff off. But it makes else? me so underappreciated when you don't talk when you don't notice my beard trim. This nigga said he went and got a haircut. Like you can't trim your own goddamn beard. Like it's hard to look this good, man. You gotta get help. Keep Who else passed away? Because you cut me off earlier. So okay, it's not that it, uh, someone passed away. So we're gonna add on. So uh, remember when a Yu-Gi-Oh creator passed away? Um, apparently, oh, yes. he died trying to. Yeah, he tried to save a U.S. soldier and a girl from a riptide. So he actually died a hero. We didn't know that at the time. So, um, so now we can um, add. Not, not only did he have an illustrious career as one of the um, beloved creators of our childhood, he also died a hero trying to save lives. So we're gonna add that on. So yes, uh, Kazuki Takahashi, uh, man, died a hero. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, uh, Rimiko Takahashi's birthday is uh, was it was this past week? Can you tell the people who Rimiko Takahashi was? I mean, is she is a she is a creator of Inuyasha Rama One Half and I think Mermaid Blood, uh, Mermaid something. What was the Mermaid? What was that series called that she did before? You could have just left it with Inuyasha and um, Rama. I, I don't want to half-ass it. My wife uh, accuses me of that way too much. Mm. Step your game up, son. 
Well, I, 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 I full ask it where it counts. Uh, Mermaid's Forest and Mermaid's Scar. And Mao. Hang on. Rennie. Rumic World. Mermaid, Mermaid Rumic. Saga. Yeah, Mermaid Saga. Here we go. Mermaid Saga. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Samir and Mao. Uh, give us some news. Uh, I guess I'm going first. Okay. Uh, yes, you are. Okay, so we we'll talk. Uh, are we talk about the delays. We're going to hold that later. Uh, we'll hold that later till you know when we get to She Hulk. Just put all the Marvel stuff in just one box, one big box. All right, and <laughs> so I thought this was weird. This is I don't know if this is news news, but um, apparently you can order pizza in in a uh, in a mod in Oblivion. So, all right. So Nikki's pizza, uh, pizza uh, Oblivion will let you order Domino's pizza to your door by taking an Oblivion by talking to an Oblivion character, chatting to Pizza Black outside the Y Will Place. Outside of the Y, will place an order for you for a twelve-inch uh, pizza and a drink and garlic twist delivered at your actual home from in the game. I thought that was pretty um, goofy. I'll tell you what was goofy, the way you read that. <laughs> you all right, man? Well, it, yeah, it's fine, but there's a lot of words in here that you, like, how would you pronounce this? Um, W-E-I, no, W-E-Y-E. I'm that's looking, Y, right? I can't even spell it, yes. Yes, I'm guessing that. Yeah, yeah are you guessing? <laughs> I'm just saying. Why in the hell would you go through the trouble of downloading a mod just to order pizza when you can just do it through an app? Because you can. Because you can. I'm sorry about the. I just made a face there because I saw this really uh, uh, (laughs) gross picture on Twitter. Oh my God. I got to show it to you. Once again, Samir, you didn't ask me if I wanted to see it or anything. You just be sending me stuff without my consent. Why don't be that way? It's not about me being that way. Maybe I just ate and I don't want to see a gross picture. Did you ever seem to think about that? It's just weird food. It's not even that big a deal. Mm, Yeah, right. Um, All right. Hang on. You'll like it. All right. Well, while he's trying to send me uh, gross pictures of food. I sent it. Um... One of the horror legends and avid gamers of, you know, our time, John Carpenter said he would like to direct a Dead Space movie. Um, He said that the storyline would make a real great movie and he could do it. What are your thoughts on that? Because I'm down for it. John Carpenter, you know, he gave us Michael Myers. He gave us the thing. Um, What else did he he give us? So, I mean, we we really acknowledge the Ghost of Mars. No, John Carpenter's Vampires, didn't he do that too? I don't remember that one. Am I crazy? Yeah, I don't remember that one. But yeah, I mean, would you be interested in watching that? Yeah, John Carpenter's Vampires. Okay. I remember watching this as a kid. You still didn't answer the question. Oh, uh, possibly. John Carpenter can be a hit and miss. He's not. I mean, he has a good. He has a luxurious career, 
and he's given a lot of great stuff. But his, I'm saying his his performance is up and down. That's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, so hopefully it's one of his good ones. Like um, a lot of his stuff that he actually directed instead of just you know producing was fresh. Like oh, like one of my favorite movies that he did was um, Escape from L.A. and Escape from New York. I will. I mean, Kurt Russell too old because as you would say. Mm-hmm. But I would like another um, Snake Pilsky movie. I mean, the yeah, first one had re- a bunch of six million. See, there you go. There you go with the reboots. I mean, technically, isn't the recent Halloween movies a reboot and Jamie Lee Curtis is still out here kicking Michael Myers' ass? No, that's not a reboot. That's a, um, they, oh, okay. It's, it's a soft reboot. reboot because, yeah, because the first one still counts and then they wiped out all the sequels. Yeah, because no more busts around Brown House kicking Michael Myers' door, door, door frame or window frame. Look, anyways, like I said, so looking at his filmography, a lot of his, he, he can be a director and writer and it still just doesn't look great. So, uh, ter- critically, anyway, box office wise, I mean, John Carpenter's Escape Escape from LA made twenty five million. So I don't know what the budget was, and that that might be success. Six. Um, Six. Oh, so yeah, it was success because he like tripled the budget, more than tripled yep. the budget. Um, yeah, and you have Ghosts of Mars that made eight million dollars, which didn't do great. Uh, so, like I said, it can be it can go up and down. You know, Assault on Preaching Thirteen. He was a writer on that. I don't know how much involvement he had there, so I'm not going to give that all him. But uh, he directed a movie called Body Bags. That one did okay, I guess. Don't know what this means. Um, Big Trouble yeah, in Little China. It, it could be up. Yeah, there's that. That's a good I mean, one. it, it was a bomb, movie. but it was a it was a cult classic. Yeah, well, people like um, Big Time, Big Trouble in Little China. Yep. Starman. And we ain't talking about the DC superhero. Neither one of them. Yeah, Christine. Black Moon Rising. They live. So he, uh, he has some good stuff, and he has some, you know, not so great stuff. So it could be up in the air, but I would like to see him try. I think they, I think they live might have been like one of the best movies in like that eighties, nineties genre. I mean, uh, not genre, uh, decade to star a wrestler because everyone seems to forget that movie star Roddy Roddy Piper, huh. and he and he improved the best line in that movie. I came here to chew bubble gum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubble gum. People still say that to this day. To this day. But yeah. Okay. John Carpenter, do, do the Dead Space movie ASAP, please, because you're done with Halloween. This is the last one, apparently. Jamie Lee Curtis got her star on the Walk of Fame and uh, her handprints. And, she uh, just now getting her star? She just I don't know if, her star? Bro, I don't know if she got a star, but they, they did the whole uh, handprints thing. So, uh, I don't know if... Let me, let me look that up real she quick. Been, she should have been had her star. You know you have to pay for that, right? You do? I thought they'd give it to you because... Um, no. Because you're, you're a star. No. Do they, do, they tear up, do they tear up old stars? No. So what they do... Come on. How do you not know this, man? Okay. So... Um... It's actually like it's not even just like one block anymore. Like some of it, it like goes around to the other side, and some of them are on the walls, like on that strip. What about here? Like, like what if like Bill Cosby? I know he have he probably had, he had to have had one. Did they tear his up? Uh, I don't think they tear them up, 
But uh, yeah, so she just got her handprints and footprints at the uh, TLC's Chinese theater. So I don't know if that was the Hollywood star, but um, I will check to see if Bill Cosby has a star on the Hollywood Hawk, uh, Walk of Fame real quick. And you think they tore it up because of the, uh, you know, stuff? I mean, yeah. I mean, come on. You can't be touching people's pudding without their permission. Um, yeah, it looks like he still has a star. What? It was the, it was the face a couple times. Like, if you look at images on Google... Uh, a lot of people wrote Sierra Rapist. Um, How they did that without getting caught? Do it in the middle of the night. <laughs> They're on the clock. I'm just wondering how they did it. Yeah, somebody uh, uh, put the hand over it and said, Pill Cosby. Ah. Um, somebody like literally like pulled up like his um, the little emblem and his name. So it's been repaired a few times. Along with Donald Trump, they put a wall around his. <laughs> they literally I mean, put like a little concrete wall around his star. Is he even, is he even, is he even a star? Like, why does he have one? Because he's the executive producer of The Apprentice. Yeah, there's a lot of... Does Dick Wolf have one? I'm pretty sure Dick Wolf has one. If Dick should, Wolf ain't got... If Dick if, Wolf, if, Dick if, Wolf should if, have if one. Dick Wolf ain't got no star... Then we, we need to revolt. Hold on a second. Because that man that gave us Law and Order, uh, Hollywood, I mean, not Hollywood Undercover, uh, New York Undercover. Oh, I was just too? Dang. Yeah. You didn't know that? Man, not right. just Law and Order, all the Law and Orders, apparently. Okay. He, had, he has one. Okay. So showrunners can't have them. Okay. Well, yes. I, I don't think he should, st- I still don't think he should have one because, I mean, this no, oh, uh, Donald Trump. Yeah, to make him, it's like it's, it's like he don't he he was on the Celebrity Apprentice, but it's like he wasn't really that. I don't know. He was, he was like the host. Yeah, but barely. Okay, um, he was in Home Alone too, despite the fact that they cut him out. Barely. Oh yeah, they, they cut him out, huh? He was on Fresh Prince. Season when? finale when they were selling the house, Carlton fainted. It's the Donald. Oh, uh, that didn't age well at all, bro. You really don't remember that? I don't remember every damn sitcom from the nineties. But you can quote a goddamn movie from nineteen ninety four. Yep. Goes to show that I've always, I've always favored uh, film to television. Okay. Until recently, because um, you know TV is now it's kind of melding, and you're getting those high production TV shows like Rings of Power, for instance, or uh, House of Dragon. Uh, okay. Um, what you got? So I'm gonna gush a little bit now. I, okay, so obviously if you were wanting to clock back like you know a year and a half or so. I would have different opinions about Halle Bailey's cast of The Little Mermaid, right? But seeing her in costume with the special effects and this bomb ass movie poster, this movie poster is just. I mean, have you seen the movie poster? I saw it and I kind of thought it was a little basic, and that's not. A, nah, no, that's not I a jab at her. Uh, like I feel like that was like some boss logic stuff because boss logic has really been getting lazy with his posters. I like this poster, and I like how simplistic and, and serene it looks, and it makes me want to watch the movie. Honestly, it, it's like that meme. Yeah. From uh, 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 Parks and Rec, I just stared at it for five, for five hours. It, it's just I, I, don't know. I, 
I'm, I'm, you know what I mean? I'm, no. I, I like this this poster, and I'm kind of getting, I'm kind of getting hyped up for the movie. I think this is going to be one of the, the one of the live actions that knocks it out of the park. Um, because we dance, we dance with a new one because Pinocchio bomb, uh, Dumbo bomb, Mulan bombed. Uh, did Dumbo bomb? I mean, you can't necessarily blame Mulan. That can't that came out during the pandemic. Nah, son, it was just bad. Mulan was so bad. I mean, are you talking about as far as reviews or box office? Uh, reviews. It was it was not a good movie. You sure that didn't get good reviews? It got terrible reviews. Uh, seventy three on Rotten Tomatoes, Chief. Try again. They gave they gave that movie that movie was bland as fudge. Gave it a seventy three. Go goes to show Disney got pulled, man. They can just do whatever the hell they want. Really? Then why was Aladdin rotten? Why was Dumbo rotten? Oh yeah, I forgot. Aladdin Aladdin was also kind of trash. Honestly, dude, Mulan. There was nothing redeemable about Mulan. I'm just saying, seventy three percent, and it came out during the pandemic. I mean, yeah, so, so did Raya. Dumbo. Dumbo was a forty-five. So, so did so did Raya. So did Raya and the Last Dragon. Raya and the Last Dragon was amazing. Okay, they both came out during the pandemic. Yeah, and it, and one was good and one was not. See, I told you sometimes fresh movies can be bad and sometimes rotten movies can be good. I'm not wait. Look, both. Look, all I'm saying is, uh, Mulan, dumb, trash, and I'll I'll rewatch Raya. I've, it's been a while since I watched that movie. I still haven't watched it. You should watch it. I don't honestly. I'm pretty sure it doesn't have any. Um, yeah, you can. There's no. There's no uh, excuse because it doesn't have any songs, as far as I know. Um, I know it's just on my. It's on my list. You know the list that never ends. Between you know everything I have on Paramount Plus, Peacock. I kind of want to. I kind of want to rewatch HBO Ocean. Max, uh, Showtime. And Disney Plus, the list is um, I, boy, I'm, the list is never going to end. All right, so something that you posted that got me oh, very giddy. Oh, I totally didn't know. Uh, okay, you're going to be mad at me. Going back, going back to my previous topic about the Little Mermaid, I yeah. totally did not know she was doing the voice of Scuttle. Who, Halle Bailey? No, uh, Aquafina. She's doing Scuttle. Oh. I, I, I'm actually kind of excited. I, I think ho- hopefully she bring it, and it's gonna be really funny. All right, let's go over this cast real quick because you just want to throw out stuff. So we obviously know that Haley Bailey is Ariel, Jonah How Howard King is Eric. We already knew Melissa McCarthy was um Ursula. See, this is one that kind of makes me mad because it's just like they couldn't get a black guy. Javier Bardem, it's King Triton. Okay. You know, Javier Bardem is Hispanic. I right? know, yeah, yes. Yeah, so you know, he was a mother. He was a, he was a villain in um, Skyfall. Uh, he was he was a no country for old men. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm thinking of another movie he's in. I can't think of all the time ahead, but he's been in a bunch of movies. Obviously, he's Dune. Oh, Love in the Time of Cholera. Bam. He was also in that movie. Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales, so on and so forth. Um, uh, that one wasn't all that good, though. Yeah. Uh, Doom Zim, um is Queen Selena, so that's a new character. Art Malik is Grimsby. Does she have a mom? Uh, apparently so. Oh, what about Eric's parents? Did we ever see Eric's parents in the first? Bro, film? 
All we saw Eric was on a damn boat. Uh, we see him around town. We see him at the dinner table. We don't. I don't think we ever see his parents. What about the sequel? Do we see? Her, do we see uh, Eric's parents in the sequel? Samira. Now you just shamed me like a couple weeks ago for watching two Disney movies that were direct to video sequels. You do not think I watched this? I don't know, what, I to I don't know hey, what to talk about. What happened? Y'all, when? y'all, y'all can go listen, watch, watch, or listen to the episode with the good homie Ryan, where he shamed me for watching the Return of Jafar and um, what's the third one, the King of Thieves. Oh, I did shame you. Yeah, because yeah, movies. I mean, yeah, they weren't that good. They, I mean, a, a little, a little mermaid was a the, the little mermaid. Sure. The, the little mermaid the same thing. Yeah, but it was a one time watch for me, so it's not like I ever watched the two. Was it two sequels they did? I know they did one where her and Eric had a daughter, and they didn't want her to go in the water. That was the second two. one. That was the yeah. second one. Yeah, like I said, I don't know if they ever did a third one as well. Oh, um, I okay. You know what? This is why I don't like. Okay, this part of me I don't like the Little Mermaid and how they because it's like okay, Ariel said, "Yo, f these fins, I'm gonna go, you know, live with you on the land." Hey, man, she like, said she want to be where the people are. Okay, so yeah, that's fine. So, Hold so, on. so, so they, I come come here, come here, time out, time out. So they did a sequel, uh, Little Mermaid Two: Return and See. Then they did yes. a sequel, The Little Mermaid: Ariel's Beginning. This I felt like did not need to be done. We had the whole damn cartoon for that. I mean the car- actually the cartoon those Disney cartoons like Aladdin, um Lion with King, a Mermaid, Mermaid with a black mermaid. Black Death Mermaid. So here's the thing. Um they were short. They were shorter than we remember. We thought they were long. At most they were like twenty episodes. Yeah. I mean most of them were like two seasons, one season here and there. Um Yeah. Let me. Uh, I actually, think Aladdin might have been the longest, but it was shorter than you think you remember. You remember seeing it? Yeah, I mean, of course they were short. I was trying to find the TV show, but that's not listed on here. Um, Mitsu. I'm pulling up. It has three seasons. Oh, actually, no, Aladdin was long. It had three seasons, eighty-six episodes. Yeah, man. Little Mermaid. Yeah, I think the Little Mermaid might have been short. Maybe. Yeah, I'm trying to find it. Okay, so Little Mermaid had 31 episodes with three seasons. Okay. And Lion King. There was no Lion King series. There was a Timon and Pumbaa series. And then that and then the second Lion King series that on the the Lion Guard was the Sun. Why that don't count? Because it's a, it's a different demographic. Wow. So you saying the kids can't go and watch, you know, our cartoons on Disney Plus? No, they can, but all more power to them. I'm just saying the the subject matter. This show had a different demographic for the Lion Guard. Lion Guard is probably from like five and under. Uh, Tomorrow Pumbaa was seven and up. Yeah, I so think clearly, have, I think it might have been a uh, Disney Junior show. I'm double checking right now. It was that, yeah. Lion Guard was that. Oh, wow. Actually, okay, I'm not eating my words on this one. So, the only short one was Little Mermaid because this one also had 85 episodes. This one had a good run, actually. What had 85 episodes? Timon and Pumbaa. I remember it oh, yeah. being pretty funny. Yeah. Okay, what other Disney shows were there? Okay, it was uh, that one. 
Gummy Bears. Um, no, we're not talking about the just the. the oh, okay, we're just talking about shows based off of movies. Yeah, Sullivan's Aladdin. Yeah, uh, The Lion King. Ducktales technically was based off of a movie. It just wasn't in theaters. It might have been in theaters. Lilo um, and Stitch. Lilo and Stitch had Lilo and Stitch. Um. Great. So Aladdin, like uh, sixty-five King, episodes. Little Mermaid, Lilo and Stitch. I feel like I'm missing. Oh, Hercules. Hercules. That had a good run, didn't it? Yep. Oh, what about Hunchback in Notre Dame? Didn't that have something? I don't recall that ever having a. Uh, I, I think it did. I think it did. Weird enough, I think it did. I might be tripping. Hang on. Yeah, I think you are tripping. I know they had a straight-to-DVD sequel in 2002. That might be it. Let me see. Yeah, uh, I'm not seeing anything. Okay, you're right. Yeah, I was tripping. Okay. Yeah, that might be it. Now I want to listen to Hellfire. You know, I've never seen a Hunchback in Notre Dame. Don't do that. It's fine. It's fine. Go watch it, sir. And do yourself a favor. Go watch it. It's good. It's it's it's, it's what it's a very strange film, but it's really good. Go watch it. It's on Disney Plus. I yes. wonder if there's a disclaimer. Is there a disclaimer for that movie? I bet there should be. That movie. I don't want to spoil nothing. That movie shouldn't be made for kids. Go watch I know. it. Um, I will check real quick because I'm logged into Disney Plus on my computer. Disney Plus. You know what? I'm not going to do that because I don't want to add that to my watch list <laughs> just yet. Uh, but um, so yeah, Samir's gushing over the Little Mermaid. But the news I was going to bring up that you told me about. I mean, honestly, I don't even know if this is true, but I hope it is. So an invincible video game is officially in the works. Oh, wait, no, never mind. Um, This is actually true. So Skybound Entertainment announced on the 11th of October that it plans to kick off a number of new initiatives next year with the, with Invincible to celebrate the 20th anniversary. God damn, Invincible is 20 years old? Yeah, that sounds all right. That, bro, that don't sound right. So that means that came out when Invincible started when we were like 17? Apparently so. So, yeah, so while most of these announced plans um, involve re-release versions of various comics, Skybound also flippantly added that it will unveil a new apparel, collectibles, tabletop games, video games, and more. So, yeah. Um, they're saying that maybe it, it might be an open-world game, uh, kind of like Spider-Man. So, I mean, I really hope it's something like that. Because that would be the closest thing that we get to a Superman game. Because the last Superman game we had was Superman Returns. Oh. So, would you play that, Samir? Yes. All right. So, yeah. I mean, like I said, I cannot wait for that. Um, what do you have, my friend? Okay. Uh, let me ask you how you want. Because I was planning to also... Remember how I said last week I was going to... Uh, Shot, give a good about shot. Why would you send me that? Say what? The goddamn spaghetti cubes, really? 
It was gross. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Isn't it just... <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's so icky. All right. So uh, last week, I did say that I was going to watch a number of horror films throughout this month uh, and talk about them and give shout outs to them so you guys can watch them as well and, and just, you know, uh, put uh, put them on your map and whatnot. So do you want me to do that now or do you want me to wait till later in the podcast? You can do that now. Okay, so I'm going to give y'all two now and I'll probably, I'll try to add on more um, uh, next week. Maybe I'll try to do three next week. Well, so, next week we got to review Halloween Ends. Uh, we're watching that? I am. I mean, you don't have to. I mean, yeah. we, we gave a review of Halloween Kills last year, so it kind of uh, I mean, it was yeah, but that wasn't good either. Is that your cat or your wife? I can't keep up, dude. This my cat. My wife doesn't sound like that. Like I said, I can't keep up, man. You can't. Keep, you can't tell what a human sound like. Sometimes, no. <sighs> you, you put down the cat. Put down the goddamn cat. Dude. All right, you hey, tell us hey, about these fine. damn movies. Okay, so uh, the first one I'm gonna give a shout out. Uh, you might have seen this one around, but I think it's been it's kind of a sleeper hit. Uh, a lot of people don't talk about it. Um, let me pull it up the name. So really? uh, the Night House. Um, this one is about a woman who is recovering from the sudden death of her husband, and she's basically left alone in a lakeside home that he built for her. And she just tries to, you know, keep it together, but she keeps having all these disturbing dreams and these waking nightmares. And the house seems to have this uh, foreboding presence, and it just basically spirals from there and unravels all these mysteries of, around her husband's death and uh, the cause. Really good film, very foreboding. Not really, it doesn't have that many jump scares, so don't go into it looking for those. But I thought the, the suspense was pretty palpable, and I think the ideas, um, you know, utilized there were pretty good. I I gave it, you know, full marks. Okay. All right. So you want a horror movie to watch that's, you know, pretty creepy? The Night House. Now, on the other side of the spectrum, because that one's kind of supernatural, um, we have Censor. This one, oof, it's hard to describe this one. So Censor takes place in the, I want to say it was like the 80s, 90s era, or the VHS era. And um, basically, it's in the UK, and this uh, British film censor linked, uh, links a disturbing movies to her sister's disappearance. And basically, she has to run out and kind of unravel the mystery behind her sister's disappearance and her past. And it, spoiler alert, doesn't, it, it gets spirals from there. All right, I don't want to give any more about this one. And uh, this one is pretty unsettling in the, in the in the different side of the spectrum. Very visceral and uh, psychological. It'll definitely get in your head and, and just make you uncomfortable. Really good. Censor. I think that one's on Hulu. And uh, The Night House is on HBO Max, I'm not mistaken. If, not, if it's not on HBO Max, check Hulu for it. It's Candy Corn. You, that's what you were trying to say. I thought you had a, a valid question. Nope. <laughs> Eating that gross crap. Okay, those are my two movies. Bernard, what do you have besides besides gross candy? Um. So one of my favorite. Well, 
I don't know if she's one of my favorite actresses. And this is going to sound a little toxic, as opposed to, you know, me enjoying she and her topless every now and then on Euphoria. Sydney Sweetie is going to be starring in and executive producing a reboot of the 1984 classic Barbarella. So, I heard about that. Yeah. So the synopsis of the original film uh, is, is the president of Earth sends a space sends the space adventure of Barbarella on a mission to retrieve a scientist. She crash lands on a planet and explores the strange customs after a man rescues her from captivity. So the original star Jane Fonda as Barbarella and a couple other people who a lot of people won't know. So like John Philip Law, Anita Pallenberg, Milo O'Shea, David Hemmings, Marcel Mosseau, Ugo Chagnazzi, and Claude Doppin. So, only thing I know, I really don't know anything about this whatsoever, but I know, like, the series, this this property was actually in development hell for, like, the longest. So, um, originally, Nicholas Winding Refren, uh, the guy who directed Drive, he actually wanted to bring this to a uh He wanted to actually make it to a series. And then... Um, it was actually supposed to be coming to Amazon, and that whole thing got scrapped. <clears throat> but yeah, so she, had, uh, Cindy Sweeney, actually confirmed that she will be, you know, doing this, and she said that it is time to save the universe. So, I mean, when we um, get a trailer, you know, we'll see if we are in or not. So, Samira, what are your thoughts on that? Um, wait and see. Yeah. So, what you got, man? What you got, cook? Okay. You get it, Anim- Shut up. Animation <laughs> fans uh, rejoice because the Owl House comes back tomorrow on Saturday. Finally, with their special. Mayor, yes. You just don't know the whole concept of uh, post-dating, do you? But. You should have said came back since this episode is going to be posted on Sunday. <laughs> oh, I, that's it. it. Comes back this Saturday. What did I say? You said comes back this Saturday. You there you go. Came, no, you should have said came back this Saturday. Comes back this Saturday. It doesn't came matter. Back. It doesn't matter. All right, you interrupted my story for this. Eat your candy corn. Eat your, eat your gross candy corn. I will. I put the week to save you some trouble. Go ahead, ain't no, 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 you can eat the gross candy. Ain't no trouble for me. Go ahead, I was going to ask Liana, but she passed out. Okay. Oh, hey, Liana, how do you feel about candy corn? Oh. At two, <laughs> at two my love. Uh, how? What? Why? It's, you know what? No, that, that tracks. Both of y'all kind of neurodivergent. That tracks, actually. What does happen? Candy, what does liking candy corn have to do with being neurodivergent? Hey, y'all, y'all, y'all just wired different. It's fine. <laughs> hey, man. Only thing I can say is this. You're only fucking one of us, and it ain't me. Tell me he didn't just say that. I don't know. Why does that have to do anything? I don't know. I just feel like saying it. Go on about the outhouse. I mean, yes, Samir Fox. Okay, so, um, all right, so yeah, so they're they're getting their um 
their uh, special premiering on October 15th, which is Saturday. And uh, yeah, it's going to it's gonna be one of three uh, specials that's going to wrap up the whole series because this, unfortunately, this series was cut short. So, you know, Disney sucks. You just gushed over Disney with the Little Mermaid reboot. Make up your mind. I didn't gush over the Little Mermaid with Disney. I said I gushed on the property, not the company. You, you can't have one without the other. Yes, I can. No, you can't. Yes, I can. See, there you go, picking and choosing again. I can pick and choose. It's called free will. Yeah, well, free will ain't always free. It's, yeah, well, freedom's a buck oh five. Samira, why don't you tell people where they can watch the Owl House? Uh, Disney Channel. Which one? There's like eight of them. Is this the Disney Channel, Disney Junior, Disney XD? Uh, I want to say Disney X. I don't watch it on. I don't let it air. Honestly, I, I'm, I never see it on the air. But um, yeah, I think it's Disney XD. Thanks for that. I guess real. I can Google. I mean, everyone can Google now. I mean, why are you actually getting on my case? I'm just saying it's real helpful to me. <laughs> I don't know where you can watch it because you know I don't watch it on TV. So you know when it when it comes out, it comes out, and I watch it when it comes out. Uh, see the Disney Channel. I think it's on the Disney Channel instead of Disney XD. Sound like freaking um, what you call it? Um, you sound like uh, Magic Johnson talking to um, Martin Lawrence. Uh, no, I'm gonna ban the Holyfield. Everybody know that Tyson go fight the fight that he gonna fight when he fight. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyways, yeah. So it's on the Disney Channel. There you go. See, was that so hard? Yes. Uh, it's a part of my soul I'll never get back. Oh, I forgot oh. May Whitman's in this show. What's she been up to besides uh, voice work? Just voice work. She's Wonder Girl on Young Justice. Oh. Yeah, yeah. she's been killing it. Keep telling you, watch Young Justice. Mister, I'm going to watch these recaps. You watched them recaps in July. You still haven't started the series. You, you, like, know, what happened, you know what? I, I, I think. Blame Greg Berlanti. Right. Greg Berlanti? Greg Berlanti ain't got nothing to do with Young Justice. That's Greg Wiseman. He he turned me off of all DC properties, Greg Berlanti. That is half, because we watch Black Adam <laughs> next week. I don't know who you are. I'm like, dude, I can't. It's, it's so hard for me to keep my excitement for these properties. I'm like, what do we got left? After we watch this one, what do we have to look forward to? Um, The Flash and Aquaman. Look, if the Flash don't bring in and reset this whole debacle and then let us rest, let the properties rest. Just cool it. Recast everybody when you in five years. Start from scratch. I got the money. Do it. All right? Y'all mess up. You shit the bed. Just fix it. All right? Let, just erase it. Dump the whole thing. Nah, they can't erase it. But um, the Rock is apparently, the Rock oh, is apparently posting spoilers and everything. So, I mean. He, the rock. he can do what he want. You, you gonna fire the Rock? You gonna fire the rock? <laughs> Come on now. You can't fire the rock. He's I the mean, most electrifying man in sports entertainment. He hasn't been the electrifying man in sports entertainment for a while. He's the most too. electrifying man, period. Okay? Can you smell what he is cooking? Yeah, uh pancakes. Alright. Rock cooks pancakes. He's gonna hit you with the Samoan drop, then mix it into the spine buster, follow it up with the people's elbow. Um, you forgot Rock Bottom, Genius? I didn't forget the Rock Bottom. Rock Bottom uh, leads into the people's elbow. What are you talking about? 
No, the spine buster leads to the people's elbow. It was either spine buster or rock bottom, but nine out of ten times it was a rock bottom. He nah, used to do nah. spine buster first. And he was if he, broke, if he broke out the, the, the rock bottom, it was serious. The spine buster was a go-to. And then the Samoan drop, he thrown to the ropes, catch him with the Samoan drop. Oh, you remember that? Yes, Samir, I do. I still watch old WWE matches on Peacock. Damn. I don't know. Okay, you got some time. The WWE, the, the, not all the time, dude. Like sometimes, you know, they'll post them on um, YouTube as well. I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe I'll go back and watch one of those TLC matches between Ed, uh, Edge and Chris the Hardy and, Boys. Uh, and the Hardy Boys. Oh, speaking of Edge, oh fuck. Where what is what Edge? Edge do? Hold on, I'm gonna find it. What That's Christian? Is, what's he doing? He's at AEW. Oh, both of them? No, Edge is still with the WWE, but Christian. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't remember what um he's going as now. You don't wonder if any tag partners are actually friends in real life. Some of them are. Like, I mean, the Usos are literally siblings, so they don't really yeah. count. Um, I don't know. I can't really think of anybody off the top of my head. The Dudleys definitely were friends in real life. Um, I know, I believe Devon retired. Oh, did he? But yeah. um, yeah. All right, so yeah, you actually brought up my next story. So we actually got a few more cast members for the uh, Percy Jackson series um, for Disney Plus. That's a weird thing. How did I bring up the that next story? Edge is Aries. Uh, excuse me. Yeah. What is, are you he, talking about? <laughs> he's playing Aries. Okay, can he act like? He uh, he can pro wrestle act, but can he actually act? Can he dial it back and actually have a character and not a persona? Uh, didn't you watch Highlander Endgame? Uh, uh, yeah, that wasn't good though. That movie wasn't good. He was <laughs> in movie. it. I never saw it. Uh, that so. movie is terrible. <laughs> that movie's a goddamn mess. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna look at his filmography, see what else he's done. But um, so yeah, he's playing Aries. Uh. The lovely, gorgeous, beautiful Canadian herself, Jessica Parker Kennedy, the lady who stole my heart when she was on the show. I forgot the name of the show. Oh, uh, the Secret Circle. That's what it was. I remember it was The Secret Something. Uh, she is also on The Flash. She plays uh, Nora West Allen. She was also oh, on Smallville. Fun fact she, about me, I read those books. What, The Secret Circle? Yeah, I read those books. Oh, the books yeah, are much. The books are much better. She's playing Medusa. Oh, and uh, Suzanne Cryer is playing Echidna, the menacing mother of monsters. Cool, cool, cool. So that so I I, I read the books and watched the movies and uh, for the Percy Jackson series. And I'm wondering they they kind of glossed over the whole thing with Medusa because it's messy and. Not for kids, so yeah. I'm wondering what they're gonna do with that again. Are they gonna just, you know, kind of just brush her on the rug, lop her head off, or are they gonna actually give her some time to, to you know, be a character and let her have some fun and start dogging her out? She's a guest character, so uh, oh, they're gonna oh, um, quick question. You watched Vikings, didn't you? I watched three seasons, four seasons. I watched a lot of Vikings. Well, the show was only on for four seasons. I watched it to a certain when they got. I watched a good portion of it, but I fell out of it. But go on. Edge was on that. I could see him in that, but how? What, who was, was he? 
He played flat nose. Flat nose. What season? Uh, he says twenty five episodes. So, okay. Yeah, I mean, he's been acting since like the nineties. All right, then I'm gonna give. Him, I'm, gonna, I'm putting my faith in him. Uh, yo, congratulations! I can't wait to see him. Yeah. So, uh, what, what you got? Know, it's, it's like I'm, I'm. I don't know. It's like I'm thinking. Oh, is he going to be like Macho Man and just doesn't turn it off? He's just Macho Man in a different setting? Okay. All right. So in Macho Man's defense, when he came up with that character, he, it follows him everywhere. It's just the same way with The Undertaker. You got to remember, dude, these these these, res- these wrestlers in the 80s and the 90s, that's all they could be. You could not, you know, it, you couldn't kayfabe, so you could not break character no matter what. That's why whenever you saw The Undertaker, he could have been at freaking, I don't know, uh, the Cheesecake Factory. He in there all just like a real-life Undertaker and scaring children. Oh, that, eat, sounds, but, that sounds but exhausting. Eat. Well, that was his choice. Like, a lot of wrestlers, they did, you know, break character, and they didn't take pictures with people outside of the general public. Like, you really didn't see pictures of Kane until he actually unmasked. Yeah, for a while, I didn't think I do had a face. If I did, I didn't, it was a big miss because he was all burned. It's like, oh my god, it's King. dude. The persona for that, that was, that was some wild stuff back then. They, they, they had to be on coke. Like, what, what, what kind of drugs were they taking with these storylines? It was that, was that was all Vince, and you got it was admit, like despite everything that happened with Vince and you know him being forced to step down, that man was a genius. But you know, like hey, you could be a genius and a racist. Just saying. I know. <laughs> I don't think you can be racist. I'm not. You want to get the words out? <laughs> the do rag. <laughs> yeah, but still, I, I, he was a creative genius. He came up with the Undertaker. They split. like a lot of like a lot of people. Like later on, they didn't come up with their characters. Like a few, there's a few exceptions, like Stone Cold and you know, um, The Rock. But a good chunk of those people, he he like developed the characters and everything. But um, so yeah, be on the lookout for that Percy Jackson series because we started to go off on the tangent for a second. Samira, what you got? Okay, so this week we have uh, benchmarks for the uh, again we're not a a tech YouTube uh, not YouTube a tech podcast so we don't normally talk about tech. But this is we technically have a YouTube, but still continue. All right, but anyways. Yeah, but this one, we're going to do a quick little blurb slash segue to talk about the, the recent graphics card release. Because we did touch on uh, how we couldn't find the PS5s back in the, back in 2020. So we might as well talk about how uh, this new graphics card uh, launch, graphic card uh, series launch in uh, this month. So they released the 4090, which is a weird thing to do because historically NVIDIA has always released the... Uh, the the high-end and mid-range cards first and then the large flagship later but this time they led with the flagship which was the 4090 at uh sixteen hundred dollars and then they're they're, they're saying they're going to release they're going to um they priced out the 4080 uh what was it like 1200 no not uh, 700 i think for the 4080 i'm bugging it might be nine i think it's nine let me check this out hang on Come on, man! How you ain't got this stuff ready? Because, because I, actually, I, I've just remembered the thing here. Um, anyways, prices notwithstanding, just check them out, honestly. But the the big thing about this uh, 
about this Dreyfus card release is the we haven't had a, a performance leak this big since the uh, 700 series to the uh, no, I'm sorry, from the 900 series to the 1000 to the t- um, 10,000 series, 1000 series. What was that? Uh, several years ago, it was about 2017 that they dropped the, t- the 1080 Ti, which was the uh, biggest graphical leap in the generation. So from the 980 Ti to the 1080 Ti, those that that was a huge jump in performance. Like it was night and day, and we haven't had a leap that far in, in quite a while. Like since then, we've been getting 20% here, 15% here. This card. Compared to the last generation, the 3090, oh my God, it's like uh, at best, it's like a 40%, uh, at at the least, like a 40% increase. At best, it's like uh, almost doubles, if not in some cases, triples performance in certain games. So we now you have a card that can uh, actually get well above uh, 120 frames, if not uh, 144 hertz, um, 144 frames per second. In a, in a game at 4K, it's like they they and during the demonstrations and some of the games, the the card actually bottlenecked itself at 4K, which should not happen. That's how crazy the performance was. So to put it in perspective, the Rage Engine, which I get this game is kind of dated, but the Rage Engine, which uh, Rockstar developed uh, GTA 5 in, has a max frame count of 185. This card hits that. That's it. The cards is there at, at the whole time, firing at all pistons. That's how powerful this card is. It's crazy. Uh, anyways, long story short, they uh, a lot of people were a little upset with Nvidia because the only did they uh, not only did they just release the nine eighty, uh, I'm sorry, the uh, thirty ninety Ti earlier this year, like several months ago. Um, people who bought that card are now kicking themselves because this card is twice as good as that. Yeah, it's very messed up. Yeah, so I mean, I don't care because I'm probably gonna, I'm, I'll probably make bad choices and get it anyways, and uh, replace it with my my uh, thirty eighty with it. So, yeah, yeah, guys. So if you think Samir's just wasting money, please leave a comment in YouTube because he just got the thirty eighty what last year. No, it was like the year I got. I, had, I think I had it for. I got the end, at the end of twenty twenty, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I got it at the end of twenty twenty. Uh, so I actually did pretty good with my uh, acquirement of my 3080. So, oh, another side note. That card, again, I'm, I'm still gushing on this card and how crazy the performance is. Uh, one of the tech YouTubers I follow, he uh, he happened to have an 8K TV. This card is capable of pushing 8K at 60 frames or more. That's crazy. 8K. So that definitely uh, puts in perspective of what we can accomplish and what's going to be the norm going forward. So we have cars now that 4K is now the norm, and everyone should start grabbing 4K monitors. There's no reason to play in 1080 anymore. You can have full uh, competitive uh, response time in 4K in, in most games. Like Rainbow Six Siege, you can play that in 4K. Hey, I play Overwatch in 4K right now, and I get uh, perfect uh, 120 frames. So clearly... Oh yeah, this car was pushed like 400 frames in Overwatch. That's the crazy. That's the difference in performance. It's nuts. Anyways, I thought that was really cool. Wanted to put that out there. Okay. All right. So um, I am going to more or less go over everything that I saw from uh, New York City Comic Con. Yeah. That, like I said last week, that was happening as we were recording. So 
we really didn't get that much news. So some of the things that that I saw, it, I'm just like, there really wasn't that much movie news to announce because it all kind of like got put out there already. So like we saw the Super Mario Brothers trailer. Uh, I don't even recall us talking about it, but I'm pretty sure we did. I would have to look at the notes from last week. So they announced that the um, fourth season of Doom Patrol will be split into two parts. So part uh, one will start December 8th. And and it will be uh, ending in January of 2023. And then the other half will arrive sometime later in 2023. Um, I kind of don't want to say this, but I'm going to go ahead and say it anyway. Uh, season four, part one of Titans will start November 3rd, and they will have a two-episode premiere. And the first half of season one will be ending on December 1st. So, like we uh, found out that um, Titus Wilbur will be um, joining the cast as Lex Luthor. Uh, and I already told you, Brother Blood and uh, Jinx had their costume updates. Oh, yeah, that's right. And I was surprised that they actually had good costumes. Yes. So something that we don't really talk about on this podcast that often because we're both behind on them, comic books. So Marvel has teased an ominous X-Men crossover. So they basically like announced their whole comic slate um, for November of this year up until summer of 2020. Yeah, so we're going to have Avengers Assemble, which is basically the end of uh, Jason Aaron's run on Avengers. We're going to have a Captain America crossover because there are two Captain America books at the moment because Sam is also Captain America. So that is Captain America Cold War. But in December, we're getting a Spider-Man and X-Men crossover due to the fact that Ben Riley and Madeline Pryor, two clones, have teamed up to basically just say, you know, let's fuck up these people's lives with Dark Web. And that will be starting in December. Um, and in January 2023, we have the Sins of Sinister. So basically, this is going to be fresh off the X-Men Avengers Eternals crossover Judgment Day. Um, so basically, this is just like Sinister's, you know, fuck you to everybody. And another one that we will be getting is Summer of Symbiotes. So they really didn't reveal too much about that. And when I say too much, I mean pretty much nothing. How many symbiotes do they have in play right now? How many characters, prominent characters do they have that set symbiotes? Uh, Venom, Carnage, Anti-Venom. Um, Does Gwen still uh, have her uh, symbiote last time I checked? Yeah, but she won't count. She's not really in 616. Um, there's a few. Uh, I think there's Swarm. Uh, I think Riot's still around. I think a little kid still has Toxin. I'm behind on Venom and Carnage's book, so I don't know. Is Ryan still around still? You said Ryan? Ryan. Is it, are they still yes. around? Yeah. They actually, like, a, I don't want to say last year or the year before oh, that. What? They, Did they get Go on. They, they had, like, a uh, uh, Carnage crossover where Carnage came back. It's like, bro, how many times can we kill Carnage? Honestly, I'm sick and tired of Carnage. He should have stayed up in space when the Sentinel ripped. I mean, not the Sentinel, but the Sentry ripped his ass in half. That was the one thing freaking uh, Sentry did was 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 uh was get rid of uh, uh, Carnage, rip him in half. 
Yeah, then scientists just want to do scientist shit and just, hey, let's bring them, let's get them out in space. But, um, so here's one that for you, Samir, Fall of X. Yeah, it's go- it was going to happen. Yeah. Like, Krakoa is going to fall, but we're going to see, but the X-Men always bounce back. They're, they were at, they're at this point, they're stronger than ever. So let's see why they fall back and how they roll with the punches with this. Oh, I don't know, man. Druid is kind of kicking their asses right now in Judgment Day. So I, I started gotta- reading that because, uh, Deviants, I mean, mutants are basically a deviant. I mean, across a, a offshoot of deviants, you know, from you know the Eternals, you know, faction. So deviants can actually cross over into Krakoa, so they can go through the gates. So there's something very similar in their genes. But the press release for Fall of X said the X Men hoped Krakoa would last forever. Time to find out if they were right. I think they should persevere. Yeah, but um, no idea on on who's going to be writing that. But like I said, I I'm trying to catch up on comics. It's just a lot of stuff. I'm gonna just it's have a to lot like, of stuff. I'm just gonna you gotta, like you got to pick and choose a lot of stuff. And, yeah, you got to pick your battles. Yeah, because yeah, at this point, it's like I'm reading a lot of DC. I'm I've kind of fallen behind on Marvel because like the only books I really care about are Avengers and Spider Man. I'm behind on Hulk. I'm behind on Thor. So um, it's funny because I'm the exact I'm the exact opposite. It's very hard for me to stay involved with DC right now, and I'm just I'm reading a lot of Marvel. So yeah. And um, another thing they announced. So um, DC also announced some books. Superman is getting a whole rebrand. So Clark Kent is coming back. Uh, Explain that to me, please. Where, where's John going? <laughs> Uh, John's sticking around, but his book is ending with issue 18. But he will be getting a miniseries coming soon. And we are also um, no, we also know at a, in that book that John is going back for some payback. He is going after Ultraman for torturing him for all those years where, where he ended up growing up. Is he bringing some help? Um, no, but they did say that Val Zog will also be featured in this book. So I don't know if it's going to be like a backstory. DC does do a lot of backstory stuff. But, I mean, they really didn't reveal that much. It was just the 85th anniversary of Superman's debut, and DC is celebrating their milestone with a major revamp of the Superman comic book line. That includes the launch of a new monthly Superman series from Dark Prices on Infinite, Infinite Earth's writer Joshua Williamson and Far Sector artist Jamal Campbell. So I'm definitely going to read this because I love Jamal Campbell's art. So you read Naomi, right? Loved it. That's Jamal Campbell's art. That was good. Yeah. So it says Kyle will be the main character in Williamson and Campbell's Superman series as well as Action Comics. The latter series will retain its classic numbering but switch to a new larger format beginning with January's Action Comics uh, 1051 um, with current writer Philip Kennedy Johnson. Dan Jurgens and Lee Weeks um, will write a backup story uh, called Lois and Clark 2 Doom Rising. That story will take place when, jo- when John was still a child and his parents were living anonymously on their farm. See, prior to about, like, do we need to do that? Like, It's like, a backstory. You don't I have guess. to read the backstory. Dude, I, they I got a, DC has a lot of backstories in their books and I don't even read them. I know. Yeah, and uh, Leah Williams and artist Marguerite Savage will introduce will reintroduce Power Girl 
to the DCU in a three-part back. Wait, you broke up there. Reintroduce what? Power Girl. Oh. Oh, um, wait, wait, so, just Power Girl? Like, no one else from Earth 2? Nope. So, um, yeah, this spins out of the Lazarus Planet crossover, which I don't know anything about. Um, but they announced that it would be um, spinning out of the Batman versus Robin miniseries. So, yeah, I mean... Were you reading Batman when that happened? Batman versus Robin hasn't even come out yet. Oh, there you go. That's a that's a hell of a timeline. Yeah. Uh, we got some news for The Walking Dead. It's just like, do we even really care? The show should have been a long time ago. I'm surprised it's still going. I mean, this is supposed to be the last season, but I wonder how long are they going to milk this last season? Because I could have sworn the last season was also last season. Oh, um, that guy we hate who decided to uh, kill Peter and MJ's marriage. So we know that he left Marvel and Joe uh-huh. Casada has jumped over to DC. Oh, okay. And, yeah, and he will be doing a variant cover for Batman issue 131. Well, I, Joe Casada is a competent artist, and if he stands yeah, for art. But here's my issue with Joe Casada Joe Casada never consistently draws people proportionally. So if you go back and look at Daredevil, fuck, what was the name of this Daredevil book he wrote? Uh, help me out, Samir. Um, oh, I'm gonna have to look this up because I, I can't. Let me draw a blank. Daredevil Father. There we go. I remembered it before I even had to look. So one minute, Matthew Murdoch is small, then he's big. Daredevil small, then he's big. He's like Hulk big. It's just like, come on. Yeah. Get your, yeah. get your get your get your proportions it's, right. It's jarring. Like. I, I like him as an artist, but like, because he was good when he did One More Day. So I've never read when, when he was drawing Daredevil when Kevin Smith wrote it, but I really hope he wasn't jacking up the proportions. I might post like a screenshot like right here so you guys can see what I'm talking about. But it was just like, come on, man. But um, we're obviously going to talk about Battle of Super Sons next week because neither one of us have had a chance to watch it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so um, NECA is one of those toy companies that, you know, they do a lot of, like, retro figures. So they actually just released, well, they showed at um, NYCC, they showed the Goliath figure uh, and the 80s Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So, yeah, they are releasing all the Gargoyle figures. So uh, Brooklyn, Bronx, um, uh, let me see. Goliath. Let me look at what these toys look like. You, you, I'm going to send you a link right now. Hold on a second. I'm just going to go ahead and send it to you. Yeah, boy. Hang on. I'm going to have to collect those. That's, there you go. I just sent it to you. Look in the chat. I'm, I already clicked on it. Okay. I, I do remember seeing these. Yeah, man. These look sexy. Yeah. So not only are they releasing that, they're also releasing... Um, Oh, this so, looks so good. Yeah, it looks like they're also doing some what-if figures. Like I said, the uh, classic um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So they're doing the uh, Xanatos Gargoyles, you know, the metal ones. Oh, uh, but good. Xanatos had the armor. Are they, do they have detachable wings on these? Uh, like, can they have the folded wings and the, and the spread wings on these figures? Honestly, I don't know because they just have them in the display case. So, you know, they might. Is there a price? Is there a price point for these? Uh, not yet. All right, keep an eye out. Yeah. Um, 
They're doing the whole 80s Ninja Turtles line, so I might definitely get me a Usagi Jumbo figure um, and a Slash. Why well, stop there? Because I ain't got that much money, dude. I'm you still have These are coming out later, man. And they're doing a Last Ronin uh, Michelangelo. I saw that. Yeah, so I'm definitely going to get that because I actually just bought the um, the script book for that. Was it the uh, script book? Or was nice. It, um, yeah, but I might get the uh, the, the 80s Turtles. I'm definitely copying yeah. the whole run of the Gargoyle figures. That was my jam. I mean, Gargoyles is everybody's jams, but you, you hate Young Justice for some reason. It was created by the same guy. I got no beef with Young Justice, okay? I'm going to get around to watching mean, the show. When, when the show actually ends. And speaking of ending, Cartoon Network yeah. is merging in with uh, Warner Brothers Animation. So, yeah, they will retain separate labels, but development and production teams will be consolidated. As Warner Brothers mm, continues his strategic realignment. So yeah, what are your thoughts on that, man? We're going to result in more um, layoffs. Um, yeah, I'm just like these are the ends. <laughs> so I'm looking at the comments on like the um, post that I looked at. It said um, Warner Brothers going to fuck up everything. <laughs> it said when you make a worst possible. When you are in a make make the worst possible decisions ever as a company competition, and your opponent is Warner Brothers. <laughs> Who's your other company? Just any company in general. People are saying, rest in peace, Cartoon Network. Said, um, so this news makes today. So, I mean, people, okay, I'm gonna, okay, I'm gonna preface this with, uh, a warning, I guess. I don't know what I was looking for, but I'm going to slightly agree with the business move made by uh, Warner Brothers here. And it's like, you remember how people got upset that there really weren't any uh, Saturday morning cartoons anymore? Um, Yeah, Cartoon Network killed that. Right, well, Cartoon Network killed it, but also streaming killed it, too. No one needs no. to wake up. Cartoon Network killed it first because it was cartoons all year round. Yeah, but not everyone had Cartoon Network if you didn't have cable, you know? It's like, now, it's like either you go on the internet and watch the stuff, or you stream it off the TV or something. The point is, it wasn't a, it was, it was, it wasn't necessary to wake up at the crack of dawn on Saturday to catch all your favorite cards. It, it felt good, when, and we look back on it favorably, but that's just nostalgia talking. Getting your big old bowl of cereal, sitting down in front of the TV, and just watching cartoons. Bro, I was okay. flip-flopping between UPN... Is WB in Fox? Yes, I know. I was doing the same thing because you had to. There's a time saying so when this show went off, you had to hop up to the other channel. <laughs> and it's like Zalin Showtime. I don't care. I'm watching Power Rangers in space. Exactly. I had to catch. Had to catch Jackie Chan Adventures. Had to catch Digimon. Things like that. I get that. So the the issue is, I think we're we're past the point of Cartoon Network. I think Cartoon Network may need to be laid to rest, and whatever they turn it into, hopefully, it's something good. Ooh, you you speaking um you speaking evil right now, man. You can't I'm just saying that. Sometimes sometimes you gotta lay the rest. The king is dead, long live the king. I mean, honestly, there's nothing I watch on Cartoon Network. Uh I watch Adult Swim. That's about it. As far as Cartoon Network, I don't know. There's nothing. The last thing I watched was the Bat uh, no, beware the Batman. The Green Lantern animated series and Young Justice. Oh no, that's a lie because uh, Ben Tim was still going after that. 
oh, up until yeah. Omniverse. So Alien Force in like the beginning of Omniverse were the last things I watched, and Omniverse was like in 2017. So Alien Force, Ultimate Alien, in the beginning of Omniverse. Yes. So I can honestly say I, I don't think I've watched anything on Cartoon Network in what eight years. Yeah, about that. Yeah. Sounds I'm sorry, right. five years. Uh, I mean, you watched Cartoon Network more recently than anybody. I mean, uh, in the bulk of us, because you had Steven Universe, Adventure Time, regular show, and all that. I didn't yeah. watch any of that. Uh, Amphibia, isn't that still going? I don't even know what that is. Now you're just I, making up stuff. Now nah, I'm checking the angle. What? Amphibia does air on Carson Network, right? You sure that wasn't a Disney show? But it's an arrow. Uh, that's what I'm checking right now. It, oh, it's a Disney property. Okay. See? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> so, this might be the end of the it's rope. Funny, it's, yeah, it's funny because... Okay, so, I, I watched Our House, Disney. Uh, I, I did watch Star vs. the Forces of Evil up to its Disney. End. Disney. Um, Gravity Falls, Disney. Disney. Yeah. Uh, Amphibia, Disney. Now, Steven yeah. Universe, Fire. That was Cartoon Network. Adventure yeah. Time, Fire. That was also Cartoon Network. But I'm all those have ended within like the past two or three years. Right. So I'm trying to think of what Cartoon Network has been putting out. I might be out of the loop. So I could be wrong. I'm just trying to figure out what they've been putting out recently that has been to the caliber and the popularity of Steven Universe or Adventure Time. Teen Titans Go. Yeah, but they—that's the—that's the problem, though. Their time slot is pop, is over is over populated with Teen Titans Go. They air that show so much throughout the day. So what you're saying is Cartoon Network has become MTV and just showing reruns of ridiculousness. Not that bad, but kind of in that same vein. Mm. Well, I like right. Teen Titans Go, but they got—it's like they need uh, something else. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what to tell you, man. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think what else they might have. Oh, they, oh, that's right. They are rebooting the uh, Powerpuff Girls, but that's going to probably be on the new network. Yeah, that could go on HBO Max. So that's what I'm saying. Maybe they've been slowly transitioning out of Cartoon Network, speeding it less, letting it die off, which is something that they, some people may have an issue with that. I'm just saying maybe it's time to let something later lay, lay it to rest. It's been out for a long oh. time. All right, so I uh, I went to a fandom wiki to look at the shows that currently air on Cartoon Network in or are coming soon. So there was uh well that one ended. So they got We Baby Bears. Uh, oh yeah, they, yeah. Uh, they're apparently bringing back the Amazing World of Gumball. They got something coming out called Batu, um, Unicorn Warriors Eternal, and Gross Girls. Um, and shows that are coming soon or have already started. Uh, you got the Bugs Bunny Builders, Bat Wheels, uh, Tiny Toons University, uh, Tom and Jerry Time, uh, Live Action Series. You got Family Mashup, um, Acquired Series. They got something coming out called Jade Armor, something called Dylan, and Ladybird U. And everything else I'm looking at is going to be a HBO Max series. So like Lamput, which is already on HBO Max, Jade Armor. Yeah, so some of this stuff is also going to HBO Max. It's just like, bro, all you got really is like these little kitty shows, really. Bro, only thing I watch on there is, like I said, Adult Swim. I don't even rock with Toonami because there's nothing on there besides My Hero Academia and uh, Attack on Titan for me. 
So yeah, man. Uh, it might be time uh, to kill the uh, the network of cartoons. I mean, again, I think, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm a huge fan of streaming, so it's like channels don't really do it for me anymore. I'm a little biased. Mm. But it might be time to just lay the rest. But again, I kind of want to. I kind of want to um, kill all you know broadcast television. So yeah, you do for some reason. You're like I hate it, commercials. Ah. So you want to do a review of the first episode of Chainsaw Man? Uh, I mean, I don't know what to say about it. It's fire. Go watch it. Like, what can I add to it? I mean, you could give us a little bit of the synopsis of the first episode. I think I did when I was hyping the show up before it came. Well, out, I'm you, you told us the overall series synopsis, not just the first episode. All right. So here we go. I'm going to just go ahead and do this. So episode one was titled Dog and Chainsaw. So Denji is a young man paying off his father's debt to the Yakuza by killing devils. After a betrayal, he is reborn as the devil-human hybrid Chainsaw Man. So, as I've said on this podcast multiple times, I hate you. Um, what? What are you saying? <laughs> I wasn't saying nothing. No, you were just drinking loud and shit. Just... I was not. Yes, you were. Um, I don't like subs. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't like subs. Um, nine out of ten times when I'm watching something, I'm really not paying attention unless something grabs my attention. I feel like sometimes subs forces me to watch it, but even yeah. then, but huh. this is, okay. so this is the thing. I get distracted. People call me like a certain individual who got their uh, beard trimmed today called me while I was watching the episode. Was this person really attractive and just intelligent and really funny? And nah, he bald and he wear glasses and he's wearing an in in Evangelion shirt. Yeah, oh, so cool. Anyway, I'm sorry. Anyone who wears Evangelion shirt is automatically cool. I'm, I'm just saying. All right, freaking. Sh- this, is, this is not 2006. Wearing Sean John. What the hell? Who's wearing Sean John? I'm not wearing Sean John. Mark Echo, same difference. Rockaway is not hot anymore. Bro, I really wish I still had some Rockaway. Yeah, no, no one sells Rockaway anymore. I know, but Sean John's coming back. Diddy got it back. Okay. Diddy, brother love, love, Sean. I don't know, Puffy, Diddy, the D died. Fonsbirds, Bentley. Wow, what happened to Fonsbird? Yeah, exactly. Okay, yo, that's neither here nor there. But yeah, the first episode was good. Um, It's messed up how they betrayed, buddy. How they they betrayed Denji. This man that sold a kidney, his (laughs) eye, one of his nuts. If you think that's messed up, oh boy, just buckle up. I know, because I can't read wow. manga. I can't, I can't read from right to left. I mean, I used that, to be able to, but I haven't read manga in like 12 years. It's not hard. Just keep doing it and your brain switches. I know that, but you got to remember, I'm going back and forth between manga comics, manga in American comics, manga in yeah, American comics. Yeah, I, I still do that. It's not hard. You're a better man than me, apparently. I, uh, yes, obviously. That's what just you still be friends. Just for that. So you can kiss my ass. Um, yeah, so first episode, I give it a 10 out of 10. 
I give it a 10.0000000. Really? So, yeah, guys, if you don't have Crunchyroll, you can also check out Chainsaw Man on Hulu. It's on Hulu? Yes. That's where I watched it. I didn't use your Crunchyroll account. Okay. Okay, so on that note, though, also, don't just check out uh, Chainsaw Man. So, if first of all, read it. Definitely. Just, just, just run through and read it, too. But if you uh, check out the author's other works, like so, Toski uh, uh, Fujimoto, he he did another series called um, Fire Punch, and oh my god, Fire Punch is a adrenaline made manifest. That series is nuts, so crazy. Uh, slight premise uh, of Fire Punch: Imagine a world where like a portion of the population, like 40%, I forget what it was, has strange abilities, like regeneration, pyrokinesis, uh, a, a, electrokinesis. It's various... Sounds like my hero academia. Everybody has quirk. Yeah, but here's the thing. So, because it's a post-apocalyptic uh, setting, everyone's starving, fighting for survival. So, you think, oh boy, I can regenerate. Yay. What does that do? Okay, so you, you lop off your limbs so you can feed your village. That's what the main character was doing, right? And, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, it get yeah. It, People it, out here it, eating arms. Well, you're starving. What are you gonna do? And it's not like you're killing the guy. He gave you his arm, and it grew right back. So it's a victimless crime. Now, yeah, he has to get used to the pain, but okay, at least everyone's eating and no one's dying. Now it gets crazy. So obviously, cannibalism bad. So they kind of yeah, got caught uh, by. Yeah, they I was about to do a they, parody of uh, Savage Garden, the animal song. I want to live like cannibals, careless. Well, free. anyway, the uh, the authorities break in on the village and start. You know, they had this guy there that they can control flames and starts burning everyone. This guy, uh, he can, his flames touch you and it doesn't stop burning until you're dead. All right, once your once your heart stops, you die. Probably. So he just cooked dinner for himself. No, here's the issue: he set the main character on fire. So imagine a character who is in thousand flames that will never extinguish until he dies, but can't die because he regenerates. This man is always on fire. So <laughs> he can't jump in some water? No, it, it don't extinguish. He is literally constantly burning. That's the main character. And it's like, so imagine this man, he's in excruciating pain. Everything is on fire all the time, nonstop. He, so obviously he, he he broke down, went insane, came out of the insanity. Still, he, he still he just basically just acclimated to the constant state of pain. Okay, that is the main character of this series, and now he's just going. He's on a warpath of madness to just to, to, to just kill everything. It's so crazy. It, it, it's nuts. I'm, I'm I'm saying, go watch it. It's nuts. It's literally adrenaline crazy. Another thing, another series he's also writing. Uh, like I said, this man is one of the best manga artists right now in, in modern times. Uh, so, in addition, to, so Fire Punch is done, right? So, so I'm pretty sure it's done. Uh, it's complete. Fire, Fire Punch is complete at eight volumes. A very nice contained read. Is, is that being adapted into a manga? I mean, an anime? Uh, I don't know if it needs to be, but his next work, if you want to... Um, just, just because the, uh, they just started, they just continued on, um, uh, uh, continued on uh, Chainsaw Man. So that's still going. It just started up again after this one hundredth 
chapter. So you can go into that and uh, just keep reading that. So those two series, amazing. Now he said he has other works that you want to look into. Uh, let me see if I can uh, pull up those two. I can't, I, mean, sing this, this... I can't sing this man praise enough. He's just really good. Just, just go look at all his works, honestly. Okay. And God's worth 30. Glowing recommendation from Samir. Y'all know how hard that is to get. What? I, I have lots of things that I have positive things to say about. Say something positive about me right now. Uh, okay. Bernard is a uh, diligent individual who is very loyal and will always have your back. And you can always depend on him. Fuck you. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Have that compliment, sir, across your face. Huh? Yeah, that's right. Friendship. Uh, you take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. What are we on right now? Um, I guess we can go ahead and get into all the hoopla with Marvel. Oh, wait. We sipped up. Wait, we missed one. Hang on. Pause. Okay, so... Um, breaking news earlier this week. Um, these, so these Avatar Studios found this animation studio, and it's Flying Bark, uh, Flying Flying Bark. That's the name of the studio, and they're yeah. known for Rise of the TMNT movie and um, Marvel Studios What If. Those are the two things they did. So those are two vastly different uh, styles of animation that that studio yeah. did. I mean, so, you got me with whatever, but you almost lost me with Rise of the Teenage Oh, uh, hold on a second, though. You hate the show because of how they design the characters, but in terms of action sequences and, 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 and movement, their animation style is smooth. I'm like, smooth with it. Just, ooh, it's good. Anyways, now, again, you might think, why weren't they doing Studio Murray? Well, Studio Murray, uh, who, who, who animated... Studio Murray's um, doing Young Justice. Well, I don't know if they're doing... Are they doing Young Justice right now? Yes. Yeah, but they're also they just got through doing um, uh, Dota's Dragon's Blood, and I think they have other projects too. So that's they're just pretty much busy. So they had to pick another studio. So that's why they didn't do go with Studio Mer, which who did uh, Legend of Korra. Oh, okay. Yeah, they they animated Legend of Korra. So if you're you, that's where you're familiar with them from. Uh, yeah, you're correct about Young Justice. They did that. Um, I know. I read credits. <laughs> They also, yeah, they also did, uh, they were the main, they, they pretty much took over for Young Justice Phantoms, essentially from 2021 to present. Yeah. Uh, they did some of the stuff for Harley Quinn. They're the main studio for season three. Uh, they got a new project. There you go. It's called Lookism. What is this? Ooh. I don't know, but you get it. Bring it in. You're going on a tangent. Yeah, and uh, apparently they did some of the Super Sons, too. Okay, they did Super Sons. Cool. Uh, I really gotta go ahead and watch some of the stuff they do. They, they're a really good studio. Anyways, I'm excited because they're doing um, Avatar Studio is basically uh, uh, doing a an adult uh team Avatar series. So that's hyped. Oh my god, everyone's been basically the, the fan base has been asking for it for the longest time. They want to see adult Aang, Katara, Top, Zuko, uh, Sokka, you know, the whole gang as adults. We've been wanting it for a long time and. You know, they got a studio to do it for them. So, yes. Can't wait for it. Don't drop the ball. All right. Y'all heard it from Samir, the Avatar fan. So, let's get into this Marvel stuff. So, Blade is just fucking up everything at this point. So, Blade has basically been pulled off of the production schedule due to the fact that the director, Basim Tariq, has left. They're basically going to rewrite the whole script. Um... 
and they pushed it back to to September 24. And they moved Deadpool from September 6, 2024 to November 8, 2024. Fantastic Fantastic Four has been bumped uh, to Valentine's Day of 2025 now. That Um, sucks. So, no, that got... um, Yeah, yeah, that does suck. Well, yeah, so that took uh, Deadpool took the Fantastic Four date, and uh, Secret Wars, which was originally supposed to come out November seventh, twenty twenty five, is now coming out May fifth, twenty twenty six. And the uh, Marvel movie that has been untitled has been pushed um, from Valentine's Day, twenty twenty five, to November seventh, twenty twenty five. And another movie was removed from the schedule after being set for a May 1st, 2026 release date. Dude, so, one person quits and, and all hell breaks. I, well, I do well, not envy anyone in that office. Like, they must have been running with their heads on fire. Oh, my God. Well, one person quit. Another one was ha- uh, unhappy with the script, and they had to rewrite the whole script. It happens, man. Look, I'm okay with they they they, they chucking with the releases. We got stuff to watch. T, they got we got so many TV shows in between now and then. We're good, okay? Yeah, but still, I was just like, come on. Man. But yeah, seriously, come on. Um, especially because it's else? like, uh, yeah, I got one tiny snippet. Uh, you're not gonna like it. I'm not gonna what like it. What is it? it? Uh, effing cowards. So. Lady Dimitrescu will be shorter in the uh, Resident Evil Village DLC. Okay, so there may be a reason for that, just because you are going to be playing as her, right? Yeah, but I want to be the tall vampire lady. Why is she shorter? Cowards! All right? I want my tall queen. Samir, once again, physics. I I want my tall queen. I mean... They just have to make her shorter so you can play with her. That's all. I want to tower everyone and look down and see my titties. I think you can only do that if you played in VR mode, sir. So, all right, I am going to... um, I am actually going to go into this a little bit more. So, Lady Dimitrescu, otherwise known as the Tall Vampire Lady. Lady Dimitrescu. Lady Dimitrescu, that's how you pronounce it. So, that you were silent? Yes, it actually is. Miss oh, this, so this guy, this man here, corrected my pronunciation of Van Gogh. Golf. Okay. So I he, so now there you go. See how that feels? Okay, so the difference is between this and what I did earlier, one is an actual person. The guy passed away, okay? He ain't live. Still. Still. She ain't alive? She ain't real. But well, yeah, well, she's so still me. All right. So, yeah. So, with Resident Evil Village's big upcoming DLC collection, Collectively Dove Winter's Expansion, that was first announced back in June during Capcom's um, broadcast, players will be able to play uh, as protagonist Ethan Winter's now teenage daughter Rose to tie up loose in from Village's story. And it will let you play as the game's uh, score attack style. The mercenaries mode is Chris, Carl, or Lady D. Um, but in an interview with Polygon, uh, Kento Kinoshita, who is the director for the Winters um, expansion, revealed that Capcom 
Capcom had to nerf her height in order to give players a more smoother gameplay experience. Obviously. So, so basically, you over here complaining, okay, so instead of you being nine feet t- uh, nine foot six, she's only going to be nine feet tall. So she just lost six inches. <laughs> yeah, I get it, but still, I mean, sometimes, it, like you said, performance issues, so that's why. So, are you good now? No, but I'll deal with it. I mean, do you even own Resident Evil Village? Yeah, it's on my computer. Yeah, I played on Steam. Oh, okay. I didn't know. I played the heck out of that game. It was amazing. Yeah, you like Snoop Snoop, big woman. Yeah. You like old boy. You, you like old boy from um, I'm gonna say Guardians of the Galaxy, Game of Thrones. Uh, I mean, again, I mean, give me my tall queens. Yeah. Speaking of tall queens, let's go ahead and get into the season finale of She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, Episode 9, titled, Whose Show Is This? Yo, that's, that last episode had me hot. So this one... Hold on, um, let, me, let me get, the, let me get, the, let me get the, the details out. You know, I always got to get the details out. So obviously, like I said, multiple times the show was created by Jessica Gow. Uh, where the hell are the episode guys? Okay, so... Uh, oh, no. Wrong one. Oh, sorry. One second. I'm having a little bit of diff- technical difficulties with the computer. Because shit won't act stupid all of a sudden. So, whose show is this? Uh, directed by Kat Koiro. Uh, this episode was written by Jessica Gao, like we said before. The episode uh, the series stars Tatiana Flami, uh, Ginger Gonzago, uh, Renee Elise Goldsberry, so on and so forth for cameo appearances from Charlie Cox. Mark Ruffalo, Tim Rock, J- Tim Roth, Jamila Jamil, uh, Benedict Wong, John Bass, so on and so forth. So, Jen finds herself in trouble with the law and struggles to pick up the pieces of her life. So, this obviously picks up right from the, the previous episode with Jen being detained by the um, Department of Damage Control. Uh, she actually ends up in the same cell that Blonsky was originally in. And in order to get out, she also has to go through the same thing that he did. So, Straight BS. Yeah, they put an inhibitor on to prevent her from transforming. She lost her job at GLKNH. Um, she loses her apartment and she has to basically she back in her Did she choose to leave it? I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure she lost it because she had no money coming in. My God, she was at a high-powered law firm with a corner office. She was making six figures. She was probably making five hundred k a year. And how many cases did we actually see her do? It don't matter. She was getting a, a regular salary just being there. Yeah, I don't know. But um, the one show I like about this, they do like make a lot of parallels to things that happen in real life. So um, when she's basically trying to figure out how to take down the intelligence here, um. Jen's mom shows Nikki a video of Jen dancing in college, which was very parallel to what happened with ALC and yes. you know, the, the you know the people we don't really talk about because this ain't a political podcast. Try to use that against her, but you know, um, so Nikki decided to use that to get in with the intelligentsia and Hope King. So yeah, I mean, I think she should have asked Jen 
But I think Nikki's more the is easier to ask for forgiveness than a permission person. It works because yeah, because the same way Mallory told her, "Don't tell her about the intelligentsia." What did she do like three episodes ago? Just drove in the car and told her all about the intelligentsia. So Jen goes to Blonsky's um, for a retreat. I mean, she goes to Blonsky's retreat just to get away. And um, Nikki and Pug decide to pull a black Klansman and yeah. send Pug in. Um, with Nikki talking in his ear. Yeah, when Nikki talking in his ear with the boom AirPods. Shout out to Apple. But lo and behold, we find out that the intelligentsia are meeting at Blonsky's compound. And Blonsky, this whole time, has been transforming as the abomination when he's doing speeches. And then, you know, chaos just ensues, and we find out that Todd is the Hope King, and he steals, uh, I mean, he uses Jen's blood that uh, fuckboy Josh took and turns himself into a Hulk, and the fight breaks out. Titania does her Kool-Aid Man entrance like always, Bruce shows up and Jen is just like, okay, what the hell is going on? Yeah, basically. And basically, bro, like, she she said time out and like, I was like, okay, what happened? At first, I thought my Disney Plus broke and it went straight to the Marvel Hub. So I was not expecting her to literally jump out of her episode. She jumped out the She-Hulk box and jumped into the assemble, the making of She-Hulk, which hasn't even come out yet, and literally came into the real world Confronted Jessica Gal, Kat Coyle, and all the other writers. Zeb Wells was in there as well. Shout out to Zeb Wells. And she was just like, yo, um, why are we doing this? And they were like, because Kevin told us to do it. And Jane confronts Kevin, who is known as the Knowledge Enhanced Visual Interconnectivity Nexus. And I love the and, little uh, brim on the hat. <laughs> yeah, because Kevin Feige always has a hat. And actually... um. I was actually listening to a podcast from uh, the Ringerverse, and they were actually talking about um, Jessica Gao. She did an interview with um, Marvel talking about the season finale, and she was like, um, she was saying that when she was talking to Kevin about the finale, she was like, do you guys want like a big fight or big ending? He was like, no, because, you know, this is a sitcom. It really wouldn't feel right. It's like trying to fit a square peg into a round hole. So just have fun with it. And, bro, I mean, her breaking the fourth wall in this scene, it was absolute gold. They yes. literally talked about everything that was wrong with some Marvel movies. Like, she even asked Kevin, like, why do you guys do the same thing? And he was like, I mean, sometimes, you know, we make good movies, some not so much. i let the internet decide that. And, um, so yeah, Jen got the ending she wanted. Bruce didn't show up. Blonsky wasn't an abomination. Blonsky went back to jail. Todd didn't get the hoax him. Todd went to court. So Jen is suing him for defamation. And invasion and, um, of privacy. Get, I, and invasion still, of privacy. He's still um, breaking his legs. Yeah. And she obviously said hoax smash things. Bruce smashes buildings. Jen smashes Matt Murdock. She huh. also referenced. When are we getting the X-Men? Look right at the camera. Gave us a thumbs up. Um, and literally Matt Murdock just fell out of the sky and was like, you know, sorry, I didn't get here in time. And basically after that, Jen got her happy ending. Uh, she was having dinner 
Well, lunch, lunch. I guess. Yeah, yeah lunch with your family. Yeah, the cookout. And, family cookout. Yeah, and everyone was pressing Matt. This is why I don't take my significant others to family outings anymore, just because of awkward situations like that. Especially like if I got to go to the bathroom, I don't want to leave them alone with my family. You know, my family's crazy. So I don't know. I think that's a rite of passage for any relationship. I liked it. I liked it when I um, introduced my now wife to my my family. It went off very well. So yeah, and she's I, the one. I got a quick question. What did you think of the uh, Incredible Hope rehash intro? I loved every second of that. That was awesome. So well done. So well done. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I really thought that was funny. I don't know if they just used a, uh, if they just CG her face onto Lou Ferrigno, or if they had nah, that they, body they, double. They, 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 that was from the ground up, it looks like. Yeah, because, I mean, like, the She-Hulk form. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because obviously they didn't put her on Bill Bixby's face. But, um, so, yeah, um, Bruce shows up with Scar. Okay. Um, Can we talk well, about wait. that? We're we going to talk about it, but this is my thing. What was up with that haircut? <laughs> no, I, I got to show you the meme. It, it was like bro cut. It was like brush cut got, and mullet in I the got, back. I got to show you the meme. They, they, they ride cut so hard on that haircut. It was so bad. Yeah. And um, one of the things I actually want to talk about when Jen jumped out of the She-Hulk um, box on the Disney Plus screen and into the assembled screen it, that's actually a point of reference for John Burns' run on Sensational She-Hulk. When Jim would just like literally like jump off of a panel and just start ripping panels apart and just like start like yelling at John Burns like, "Why are you doing this?" and everything like that. And like he would like he would literally draw his hand and just be like, "Yo, come on, hurry up! The readers um paid a buck and a half for this issue. You don't want to cheat them and things like that." That was like actually from She-Hulk um. Episode nine. And one of the things I also failed to mention when um when Jen was talking to Kevin, he was like, Can you like de hope or whatever? And she was like, Why? She's like, you're too expensive. And um wait for the wait for the screen to change. And he was like, Yeah, um the VFX team has moved on the other work. If you actually pay attention, you can hear some drums like sticking that they yeah, have to work on the kind of Yeah, that had me rolling. I was I was dying. Yeah. So um Yeah, like I said, um Scar's there. And can we, can we talk about that? Well, we also gotta talk about um the uh Stinger, aka the mid credit scene. Wong shows up and breaks uh Blonsky out of jail and you know, he says, Where were you? And he says, you know, I've been busy, you know, a lot of quality TV and movies, basically hinting that Wong is basically in everything phase four. <laughs> yeah, essentially. But, yeah, so, yeah, also, uh, we're in the age of peak TV because. Yes, we're, that's what it was. We're in the age of peak TV. Which is not far from the truth. Yeah. So here's my question What do you rate this finale now that, you know, She Hulk is um, done with? Oh, Honestly, I have little to no notes. I love the every second of it. I like that we got a, a healthy dose of Jamila, Jamil. Um, I thought we wouldn't get that much of her. All right. And uh, obviously, I like uh, Charlie Cox's addition to the MCU. And his portrayal. To, I'm sorry. I'm going to say it right now. I think that his portrayal so far 
is promising to be better than the Netflix version. I mean, are you including his appearances in Spider-Man No Way Home with that? Or sure. just this? Uh, both. I mean, he's more lighthearted in this series, so it's nice to see that other side of Daredevil because Daredevil isn't always like grim and everything. Yes, I'm aware. He's up on the mouse scrolling. Um, what was that? I said he's up on the mouse scrolling. You, oh. You're scrolling hard. But, so yeah, get into what you wanted to get into. Uh, the star. Oh, yeah. Okay, the one problem I had, okay, I get that they they could go back and do a Planet Hope movie, but I'm like, I don't they want... Can't. I, I I really don't want to do that, and I don't want. And they they did exactly what I didn't want to do. They glossed over everything, and we don't even know. Like the the whole point of the reason why Scar uh, Scar uh, uh, what, what do they call him Scar Scar. The reason why uh, Scar is so important to the hoax, well, at least he was at one point, is because he is the one thing he has left of Kira. So no Kira, no significance of Scar. And that is true. But and they gloss like over said, it. But you gotta remember, dude, they can't really do anything but like the Hulk solo. Still sucks. I get that, but I mean <laughs> What can you do, dude? Well, what's up with this meme that you were talking about with um I'm trying to find it, but it's like it's Let me guess, you saw this on uh Twitter? Yeah, and I, I, I wish I would have sent it to you a little earlier because it, it had me dying. Yeah, why don't you ever save stuff or bookmark it? Um, because I got other things to do. Yeah, like sending me fake fake news about Planet Hope that didn't really I, happen. I just wanted you to see the comic art. I didn't care about the whole other thing. You posted it in the Twitter chat, then texted to me. Yeah, that's that's why I didn't. You know, that's why I would have posted it just in the Twitter chat if I wanted you to. See that. Anyways, I digress. Uh, oh, we talked about the post credits for me. Oh, yeah, we did. We got So that's pretty much all the series. I will honestly, tens across the board. Uh, did they confirm season two yet, or were they just joking? They did not They did not confirm a season two yet, and according to Kevin, she will not be in any movies. Well, I think she should, and <laughs> Kevin is a liar. Put her in some movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, There's no reason for her not to be in the movies. It makes no sense. Yeah. I think the real life Kevin got too many problems going on right now to worry about that. Look, once they knock out a bunch of these other things, there's no reason why she shouldn't show up in one of the big crises that they got cooked up later on. Uh, I'm pretty sure she might show up in the Secret Wars. And they need everyone to be on deck. All right, that's the whole point of these crises now. The larger the universe, everyone should have a five second run through, you know? Yeah. Tom's going to show up. Tom, what? Who? Holland. Why do you use his first name? You Spider-Man? Yes. And Hiddleston. Yeah, why wouldn't they? I mean, technically Loki's dead. Technically Loki's also kind of in the center of this whole King the Conqueror thing, so... <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for season two of Loki to start. Yeah, so... But, I mean, for now, we gotta wait, because we got Wakanda Forever next month, then... Oh my god, that needs to have come out. I want to see it so bad. Yeah, then, um... What's the next show we have? Is it, um... Is it Secret Invasion? Is it I don't Echo? remember. 
No. No, that comes later on in, um, in 2024, I believe. Okay, Andor, when is Andor ending? I don't know. I stopped watching, remember? <laughs> just like, I was just, I was so bored with it. I'm just like, yeah, these first three episodes, that's it. MCU schedule. Is it, oh, is it Agatha? No, Agatha's later on in the year. Uh, hold on, I'm looking right now. So before this schedule change, we got uh, Wakanda Forever, Ant-Man and Wasp. Um, so the next show... Is it What Is He 2? No. Uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. And it's... Um, Maybe uh, Secret Invasion because that's I guess I guess we're done for the year. Yeah, because we got that's it. The Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special that's in December, and Wakanda Forever. And that's the last two things we got Marvel related. So yeah, man, I think. Oh well, yeah, and I, think, I think we have a, I think we have Star Wars stuff coming up. That's what it is. Ain't nothing after Andor. Are we getting? Well, we, when are we get? Um, we get something else oh, this year. No. Not that Trippin? I'm aware of. I think, yeah, I think everything else. I think everything else is next year, dude. Oh, uh, maybe I guess so. Yeah, because yeah, I think it was just Andor. Because remember, Andor is ten episodes. Yeah, it's and the longest one. Yeah, so that probably won't end until oh, like mid. There we go. I, I know it wasn't crazy. Tales of the Jedi is, is uh, premiering next week. Oh, okay. I thought there was like a I knew I wasn't crazy. Thing. And then the and then that goes right into the Bad Bat season two, which is amazing. Watch it. And then that follows up quickly with a Mandalorian season three. Apparently that's premiering in February. I don't think they ever gave a release date. They just said twenty twenty three. What are you looking at? Not, uh, the cider. I don't know what the place is. So yeah, they might it. not be accurate. Yeah, because they never said what year. I mean, what month or anything. They just said twenty twenty three. Let's find out. Let me see if. Uh, you going to Wikipedia? No, I'm going to check. Yeah, I mean, nothing. Wikipedia just says 2023. Oh, it says, no, it says season is scheduled according to Cinema Blend. It says February 2023. So, I mean, I don't know. Oh, Carl Willis directing it, did some directing this season three. Oh, Tim Meadows has joined the cast. You there? Hello? What the hell happened, dude? Oh. <laughs> I was Sorry. talking to myself. I was yeah. looking at a different tab and you were just gone. Yeah, my bad. Uh, Chrome crashed on me because I, I hit the wrong button. Oh, God. Anyways, where did it end up? So, anyways, just edit this part out. Yeah. Know how hard it is to edit that out now? Because I'm like, God. Okay, we, should be, we gotta be looking for another um, platform soon. 
No, I think we're good with this one right now. Mine, if you say so. You was complaining yeah. about the most. Hey, I figured out how to um, do it. I mean, as long as the video doesn't take forever in the data process, like episode 108. So, so, yeah, sorry, guys. That's why 108 was in uh, 720p, because my side of the video is still processing like two weeks later. So I don't know. That's why I haven't been doing it in 4K. And a lot of podcasts aren't in 4K. I, uh-huh. I, did, I did a lot of research. But, um, guys, so... This is Bernard, a.k.a. The Scarlet Spider, and we did... Did we do our intros at the beginning? Because I don't yes. think we did our intros. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. I don't remember. But yeah, go ahead, man. Uh, and this is Samir, the King in Black. And we are the Angry Blurs Podcast. Join us next time. Same Blur channel, same Blur network. So I don't know about Samir, but next week I am definitely going to review Halloween Ends. I that will... came out this past Friday. Probably not. Review that movie. It got a little bit higher than the um, Halloween Kills. That last movie was so wet. <laughs> yeah, so uh, guys, join us next week. Say your thing, man. Uh, bye, people. Same blur channel, same blur network. I know right. that's the my thing. Oh, yes, be sure to rate, review, subscribe. Tell us. Oh, I already said friends. it. Actually, I said join. Yeah, say, yeah, I, I said it already. You did? I think I, I did. Sometimes I tune you out. Um, yeah, uh-huh. Not who listening. Yeah, I don't uh, know. Samir, tell the people goodbye, man. Live long and prosper. Yeah, I can't do that. Yeah, I know you suck. Set up. You suck, See? that's why. It's just like... Yeah, you got you got the strong hand, no. Wow. Peace, people. <laughs> you a dick. <laughs> this is... This is not a scary movie. I'm calling it Chris Elliott right now, man, and it's not fair. You have the strong hand. I didn't. Say, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. No, I did not do that. Okay, what you talking what, about? That's, I'll, that's, what, I'll, that's what. That's what you implied. I, I don't know what you talking about. Yeah, I don't think I like. Don't yeah, you don't like my I, tone. Yeah, can, can, can you substantiate these accusations? Everyone knows what you mean when you say you got the strong hand. So don't stop. Stop the chat. Okay. We will see y'all uh, next week. You know what? We didn't talk about the uh, house party trailer. The what? House party? They're, remake, they're remaking the house party? Yeah. LeBron Did James is producing it. Yeah, LeBron James I knew LeBron was producing it. I didn't know that the trailer came out. It is out. Let me look this, me look this up real quick so we can talk about this for two seconds. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Okay, I know. Okay, DC Young Flies in it. Um. Let me go to YouTube. I mean, DC Young Flies in it. I mean, okay. So, okay, let's let's, let's check out this trailer real quick. This is my reaction trailer, guys. Yeah, it looks alright so far. Okay. Okay. Okay, old boy Jacob Lattimore is in it from Slight. Yeah. Wow. Do said. 
whose house is this? And, oh, it's, okay. It's LeBron's house. Yeah, it's actually pretty funny. That other dude looks familiar. I just can't remember who he is. Bro, why Jacob Lattimore always got kids? He got like eight kids on the shot. Now, oh, Kid Cudi in this? Am I yeah. Shepard, Snoop? You saw a cameo? Yeah. No, the cameo, the, the original cameo. No. Kid and player in the, in the crowd. Why would you tell me that? In, they're in the crowd, no, in the other, other trailer. Oh, I didn't see. Yeah, they, they did a quick pan. They're like 50 years old. I know this ginger from somewhere. I just can't think of where. Okay, I mean... I mean, it looks good. I'll reserve judgment until later, but yeah. I was going to say, but you know, um... Okay, I just saw him. Oh God, Lil Wayne is in this? I guess so. Lena Waithe is in this? Okay. Really? No, LeBron, your hairline is not perfect. Clearly he knows that because he's making fun of it. I know, but he probably didn't write the movie. So yeah, guys, um, that was the trailer for House Party. Yeah. All right. So that was it. So I guess we uh, see you guys next time. And uh, again, live long and prosper. Fuck you. You know I can't do that. Stop doing it. What? You know what? Peace. Peace. Stop. What I do? I just want you. To, I just want you to live long and prosper. Don't be mad because your fingers don't work. I mean, I got the strong hand. You a <laughs> <laughs>